welcome to Tales, Tunes, and Tom Fullery, starring Jerry Springer, along with Gene Galvin and me. I'm Megan Hills. We're recorded live in front of a brilliant studio audience at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. My daddy came and here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jerry Springer. Thank you. Oh, holy cow. Yes. Boy. Missed you guys on vacation. Yeah, bet you did. Yeah. Gene, yeah. you were on vacation. Well, we all were. I know Megan took uh, another week for off. about 10 days. <laughs> yeah. and, and no, you, I did not. Yeah. Yeah. No, Your well. vacation is coming here. Yes, this is my... This is, <laughs> yeah. Jerry, there's a lot of truth to that, and that's yeah. really sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. yeah. Where'd you, know, you go, Gene? Well, you know, do you remember the show? Whoa, 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 I'm getting buzzed. You have your phone on. Yeah. You are very professional. And oh, wow. And it's with oh, an antenna. With an antenna. I'll call you back. All right, see ya. That was my brother. Who was that? How come what mine doesn't have an umbrella? I, I mean, <laughs> an antenna. An umbrella. There are people who aren't on Facebook Live. I have switched to a flip phone because Jerry Springer has a flip phone. But and yours a, is a modern version. Yeah, mine has an... Is that really, I don't know like, about for that. true, your phone? That, that is, is my phone. I switched it. Why did you do that? that because is... he had one. You're a nitwit. No, I didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I did that because the antenna is very happy to see oh you. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I didn't miss this. Hey. I lied. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we go back hey. to vacation? <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, and that's pretty stupid. As well. <laughs> no. But, uh, no, I got it because it's no charge at Verizon. I mean, they've given these away. They threw it at you anyway, as you walked through the door. Yeah. There was a show years ago, it was, I thought it was a very good series, called Rich Man, Poor Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm obviously poor man. He's obviously <laughs> rich man. Vacation time comes, two weeks, and you were on a cruise for two weeks. It quit lying. I you was were. not. So I go on vacation driving 4,000 miles. Yeah, I saw 4, that. 4,000 miles. Now I did see on your Verified Facebook. Verified on yep. Facebook. That's yep. why Facebook exists. So, so you, you know what lie. happened. And it wasn't a car <laughs> rental. Slept, it was, no, it was my own car. <laughs> yeah. Slept in a tent of the 14 nights, seven nights. Mm-hmm. So this is like legit. Mm-hmm. And while I'm doing that, you know, dust, because we don't have air conditioning in my car. I have an 83 Plymouth Reliant that I got from my mom before she died. God rest her soul. <laughs> That's the K car. That's a hell of a car. The K car. So there's no the AC stopped working, Megan, years ago. Bonnie before is a I lucky got lady. It. Yeah. <laughs> Windows down, just bearing down, you know, through North Dakota. And I know this some beach is down, flaked out on a beach in Coronado. Coronado, you know? Coronado. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were in Coronado. I feel bad for you. How was that? Well, I'll tell you. I there was a moment that I really kind of lost it. The mint on the pillow was on the Yes, list. the turndown service. <laughs> How the did I turn know down that, service. Two nights in a row, no chocolates. Outrageous. Outrageous. I'm Not telling right. you, I felt like I was camping out. <laughs> yeah. Back in what? Cuba. What is oh, happening? It was beautiful. So where did where did you end up going? To from Ludlow, Kentucky, from mm-hmm. my garage, uh, Wisconsin, North Dakota, by the way. Hey, let me get serious for a minute. If you do, I've done this actually a number of times, my wife and I, and you, if you don't love America, if you roll across America and see how this country changes from the Midwest to the north, northern states of, of uh, North, Dakota, north Dakota, Teddy Roosevelt National Park, 
the northern Badlands, the southern Badlands has better PR, mm -hmm. but if you get up to the northern Badlands, into Montana, all the way to Glacier National Park, then into Canada, that was our route, down through Wyoming, South Dakota, and back again. This country is amazing. Yeah. It is. In its topography, and its people, the national parks. I'll do a comparison with you, because I think you got the same deal. When I rolled into the first national park we went to, and I just turned 65 two weeks ago, so I now am <laughs> officially, Megan, a senior citizen. Right. Yeah. So I get the cut rate right. for the national park. Congratulations, Chief. Jerry got that That's 10, the last 10 thing years he, ago. The last thing he remembers was being 65. <laughs> yeah. So I got the cut rate on all the national parks, wow. all these campgrounds. And what a world park. we live in! Yeah. Did you did you get half? Did you get half price of Coronado because you're like <laughs> eighty five? You're like eighty five years 96, old. Ninety six. What are you? 96. It is great. I mean, it is. Hold it, on, my it, real phone is buzzing here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hold on, though, Gene. Did you say that you went to Glacier it's National it. Park? We did. Okay. Is that That's why beautiful. you're wearing the hat that says Glacier National Park yeah, on I it? I just came back from vacation. You know, uh, here. Vacation That's like wearing hat. the band t-shirt that yeah. you're going to see, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, you don't do that. Don't do that. He's Seriously. not wearing a Coronado no, airbrush t-shirt. you're wearing the t-shirt. Yeah. No. I mean, it's only... Kind of a tool, you know? I mean, this, <laughs> That's my thing. I mean, it's only in the nicest way. You are a loser. Hey, yeah, I am a loser. Jerry, do you a have on a Coronado t-shirt underneath you? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Don't show us. If you, no. If you do. No, <laughs> He got the tattoo instead. Yeah, yeah he got the yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not a full shirt. It just stops. You yeah, know. oh, God. Yeah, it's called a dicky. We <laughs> call those a dicky. Yeah. It says Coronado. No. This really says, is off track. Yeah. <laughs> off yeah. the rails here. I, I do have, and I'll show it to you at the, uh, the post-show prep dinner that we're prepping the next week. Sure. <laughs> a picture on the Highline Trail in Glacier National Park where uh, it's a spectacular trail. And I, I really do urge people to, uh, you got to look up Teddy Roosevelt National Park. It's not very well uh, visited because it's kind of up there. And Glacier National Park isn't either, but it's a hiker's park. Mm -hmm. People who go there, everybody is all duded out hiking gear, clothes. That's and all Bonnie's the, down for all this. Like, you is. guys did this together. Yeah, she, That's so and cool. And by the way, yeah. she, she did want to do everything we did. Because yeah. I do not Because I saw all your pictures yeah, on Facebook, and it really did no, look cool. Did you... So, tell, wait a second. Who did you see on vacation? Oh, I, Megan, oh, I saw a celebrity <laughs> entourage did. that was really yeah. interesting. And I had never seen, I'm not around many celebrities, so I'd never <laughs> seen a celebrity. Not ones of any consequence, yeah. but no. yeah. <laughs> no, I did. Hey, I compared the entourage of yeah. Mark Zuckerberg yeah. to Jerry for, Springer. For real, he saw no, him. you want to know something. Here's the truth. When we have gone to Sturgis, South Dakota, yes. multiple times, yeah. motorcycle riding, Jerry's entourage it looked exactly like Mark Zuckerberg's. Really? It really does. I mean, because what happens is if a celebrity rolls through, in this case, it was at a place called Logan Pass in Glacier National Park. It's at the top of the, of the park, the highest point. And I'd, all of a sudden, my wife said, Mark Zuckerberg. And I grabbed my phone to shoot a picture. He had sunglasses on, and I'm missing the hitting the right button. Kicked those off, and I got him walking by. Mm-hmm. And, and I it, put that up in his Facebook. signature, like gray T-shirt and jeans, like you knew it was yeah. him from the back. <laughs> Unbelievable! And somebody told me, I'm trying to remember, it might have been uh, Maria Corelli here at the Folk School Coffee Parlor, who is one of our favorite folk singers, and the barista said, I think it was she that said, 
it's really funny, cool to see a guy who's that rich, mm -hmm. just wearing a t-shirt and jeans, just legit walking through with about 12 Rangers. They had a service dog. I don't like talking about people richer than me. No. <laughs> Jerry's I feeling inadequate. He is richer. I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. And I yelled to him. Yeah, why don't you go on his podcast? Well, <laughs> a he, fair tried. Point. he tried. He tried. Zuckerberg point. said no. And I yelled to him, Mark, why is Facebook loading so slowly? And he just walked by and didn't answer. <laughs> Did you really do that? And he, I think he might have gone like this as he walked by. <laughs> Maybe threw the finger at you. Maybe. No. I didn't really do that, because okay. I, I wouldn't do that. You would do that. Well, when I you did by, that, didn't you? People always go, uh, who's the father? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jerry, it's a different Jerry, show. It's a different show. <laughs> That's the thing. Did go to Sturgis, because uh, my wife had never seen Sturgis, so we went there. We went back to the scene of the crime. Oh, yeah, yeah. We the were in front line. of the Broken Spoke, <laughs> one of the great bars in Sturgis. Yeah. And, no, that, that place is that ramping up right yeah. now. Bonnie deserves for, a medal. Just yeah. forever. I mean, oh, this is, can right. you imagine the, this? The rally trip? is next week. Uh, it's coming up week about a week. August. Yeah, 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 coming up. Uh, wanted to ask you something, Megan. Yeah, Gene. And, and we've got, by the way, Casey Campbell coming up as yeah. our musical performer. Casey, by the way, is our music coordinator. And, man, we couldn't be doing this without Casey yeah, Campbell. We all know that. Sure. And he's That's a true. great solo performer which he'll do tonight i think maria corelli is going to join him on a song whoop, he told whoop. me and but he's also part of buffalo wobs and the price hill hustle which is a significant group here mm -hmm. in the midwest uh and jerry we're going to ask to talk about all this pardon talk that's kind of interesting but May, megan in fairness to you every time we do a podcast jerry and i always ask how you doing uh-huh you tell us yeah. And you have a, I'm going to just call him a and boyfriend. And how was the cruise? Was I the didn't thing. go on a cruise. Well, how was the cruise? <laughs> I didn't go on a cruise. And we always say, how's your boyfriend? How's your boyfriend? Because you have a boyfriend. And I think do. that's the right term. Yeah. yeah. Was, did he and come on that, that, would you like to date? Them? No, no, he did not. Well, see, but that <laughs> raises that, Jerry. Why, I'm, and I'm going to cuss now. So parents, put your fingers in your children's Ear ears. Ear Muffet. Why in the hell are we running a promotion on the jerryspringer.com website? Would you like to date Megan? If you've got a boyfriend. If you know. have a boyfriend. I don't run the red website, Gene. Well, <laughs> actually, I do. do. <laughs> yeah. So that would be a question for you. <laughs> well, it's not right because I got to tell you, I get, I spend probably a third of my week as a producer of this podcast on the phone talking to the guys who have called that week. I'd like to date Megan. I'm vetting now. In the two and a half years we've been on, we had three calls. That is not true. There that is. is not Thank true. Thank you, Jerry. That is not true. We've had three that... You called. lie like Trump. Well, maybe I do. I'm sorry to the handful of people town, that are very Maybe I do and maybe I do, but nonetheless... I think we've had three that we have turned down for reasons that we don't need to revisit that. <laughs> one Demo had a wife. Demographic one issue. Had a one was in prison. The first did have a yeah. wife. The first one had a wife. He really did. That was yeah. legit. That wasn't something. Well, he, he brought his up. wife. He brought his to wife. The show. Yes, he sure did. And she was down with it. Yeah, I mean, well, I still. I, I, I don't even want to get into all that. Because <laughs> I don't understand all that. <laughs> Anyway, shouldn't we take that down? Yeah, go Does ahead. Does it the time come? Yeah, I think the time I has mean, come. I mean, sure, why not? Take it down. 
It's all there done. ought to be some. We ought to hire an operator, though, to handle the call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell people. It's the tens of people that have yeah. called in the two and a half I'll years. have them call. I'll tell you what I do. I'll route those calls to the same late night phone recorder that Ann Coulter calls there we into. Go. And Melania <laughs> Trump. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. That's Perfect. what we'll do. Yep. All right, it's it. coming down. I love it. Yeah. We can always put it back up. Anyway. <laughs> Frank, you're on notice. But you it's can always down. go back up. <laughs> That's coming down. It's coming down. So, pardon talk. Yeah. He sounds like he's going to pardon that. He might pardon you. When I first heard him say pardon, I figured that's the first time he's ever been polite. Yeah. And we're talking about when President Trump, yeah, Trump. Donald Trump. What? And that's exactly what he may do, is pardon himself. It's really a, a very substantive issue, this whole question of a possible pardon. And let's remind people as you get into yes. this, all kidding aside... You are an attorney by training, and you were trained in one of the best law schools in America, Northwestern Law School. That's no joke. So I, and I'm sure others are interested in hearing like what's your take on it. I'd now like what? to say to Northwestern, pardon me, but <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Our bad. Yeah, our there bad. goes their reputation. No, it's true, though. <laughs> yeah, um, Obviously, the first six months of the Trump presidency, um, the most serious issue in terms of the Trump presidency has been the whole Russia business. Now, the most important issue in terms of actual citizens, obviously, is the health insurance debate. But in terms of the Trump presidency, this is the thing that puts him over the edge. And the whole Russian question is the one item which legitimately threatens the Trump presidency. All the other things, even though they could even be more important, they're political issues. You can have an honest debate over you know, health insurance. There are different positions to take. All the other things are political, open to political debate. The reason they get so up in arms about this whole Russian question is because it is the one thing that has to do with criminal conduct. And it's the one thing which jeopardizes the lives of the people in his uh, administration, the people in his campaign, his own family, and even himself. So this is obviously, you know, why does he go ballistic about this? It's because with all the bravado aside, he knows when he's alone in his room at night that, oh my gosh, I really face some major problems here. And you know that he's really worried about it because why else would you even raise the issue of a pardon? You know, unless, you know, if, if, if you're not guilty of anything, it doesn't even come up in a discussion. So we know how worried he is. And his worry about it has even added to the possible evidence of obstruction of justice because he's been so worried about it. He's, you know, fired Sally Yates. He's fired... Um, Comey, um, he's angry, he may get rid of Sessions by the time this is heard. You know, he's upset with Sessions because he recused himself from all the Russia issues. So therefore, this is the issue that could sink him. And he now, because he thinks about himself all the time, all the time, this is the one thing he's figuring maybe if everything else falls apart, we've got the pardon. Well, here's the problem. Looking at the Constitution, clearly, 
the president has the right to pardon any citizen. Any citizen for any crime, using the language of the Constitution, for crimes committed against the United States, except for impeachment. You can't pardon yourself out of an impeachment. But any crimes committed against the United States, he can pardon, which includes his own relatives. So it may be unseemly, but if they get Jared or they get Ivanka on some crime, he can pardon them. The second thing to remember about a pardon is that he has the right to pardon anybody, is that a pardon can also be proactive. It can precede what may turn out to be a, 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 a being charged with a crime. You can do it ahead of time. So, for example, if he's worried about his son-in-law and family members being involved in crimes and his own son, he has to obviously issue the pardon while he's still president, otherwise he doesn't have the power anymore, and he can issue the pardon for any crimes that may have been committed during the presidency. He can do it ahead of time, which is what Gerald Ford did with Richard Nixon. After Nixon resigned because he could see impeachment coming, a month later, Gerald Ford, then the president, pardoned Richard Nixon for any crimes he committed or may have committed during his presidency. And he hadn't been charged with anything yet. Remember? No crimes had Nixon been charged with yet. And so that he would never have to face prosecution, Ford granted the pardon. So you can do it ahead of time. So actually, Trump could tomorrow announce that I hereby pardon Jared plus Don Jr. plus, you know, my daughter, uh, all the people he wants to pardon for any crimes they may have committed during the presidency, you know, during my term. And it would stand. Now, when we say any crimes, it has to be a crime against the United States. So remember when he famously said, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and uh, nobody would care. You know, he was talking about how popular he is. Well, maybe his voters wouldn't care, the people that voted for him, but the rest of the country would and certainly the prosecutors would. And he can't pardon himself from that. Why? Because that's a state crime. Those kind of, you know, murder, assault, all that kind of thing, that's a state crime, and he has no power to pardon of a state crime. It can only be against, uh, for crimes against the United States. So, you know, obstruction of justice, he can be pardoned. But for shooting someone, you can't be pardoned because that's inevitably a state crime unless you do it in Washington, D.C. The, the law is totally unclear on whether he can pardon himself. We now know... He can pardon his family members and everybody else for any crime they commit in the future even, having to do with the presidency and crimes against uh, um, the United States. He can do that. But now the question is, as he raised, can he pardon himself? There's no law on that because, it's never, because it hasn't been done. Nixon came close. But to his credit, he decided... He morally couldn't do that. Yes, Richard Nixon decided he couldn't do it. It was about three days before he resigned from office, 
it was already clear that the Congress and the Senate was going to vote him out with an impeachment. And knowing that he didn't want to face that, he resigned. But that night before, he was in a discussion about whether or not he could pardon himself. And he said, no, I, I can't do that. That's as close as we ever came to that. But Trump, as you know, doesn't care about any of the norms. He just goes and does what he wants. So we can all imagine him saying, if everything else fails, if he can't get rid of Comey or whatever, that he will just say, I pardon myself of all crimes. And, you know, he would build a whole political argument for it. He'd say, this is a witch hunt. This is ridiculous. They're trying to overthrow the government. I'm not going to permit it. I hereby pardon, and we're going to put an end to this Russian thing. And you know there would be uh, Trump supporters that would go along with that. So I can see him doing that. Then, if he does that, then the Supreme Court has to deal with it. It's very difficult normally to predict what the Supreme Court would do, because what would happen as soon as he was charged with a crime, immediately, or as soon as he issued a pardon for future crimes, that case would get to the Supreme Court. My guess is the Supreme Court would decide you can't pardon yourself. And the reason for that goes to the very basis of our constitutional government. It's why we had the Declaration of Independence getting away from the British king in 1776. We didn't want a king. So our constitution was written to provide a balance of power, checks and balances, that no one institution could override the other institutions by itself. So you had the Congress, the judiciary, and the president. But the president was not a king. And if you permitted the president of the United States to pardon himself, what you are saying is we now have legally a dictator. Because now the president can do anything he or she wants and know that they will not be prosecuted because they will pardon themselves, which means do whatever you want. You are now a dictatorship. I can't imagine even a conservative Supreme Court saying that that's okay, because that will have done away with constitutional government. Then we might as well just forget all the rest of what we do here, and let's just have a dictator and hope he doesn't shoot us. So I think the Supreme Court would say that's unconstitutional and come up with a theory that it violates the whole concept of a democratic government with checks and balances and no authoritarian government. But let's say I'm dead wrong. Let's say for some reason the Supreme Court grants him the power to pardon himself, saying that the Constitution is silent on it, and if the Constitution is silent on it, and it otherwise says you can uh, grant a pardon to anyone except when there's an impeachment, then I guess the Supreme Court could technically say, well, he's allowed to do it because he is anyone. It didn't specifically say he couldn't do that. So what if the Supreme Court said, it's okay, you can do that? Here's where we got trouble. The only remedy left is impeachment. And as we always say every week, it's a Republican Congress. Would they impeach their own 
the president of their own party. So far, they've demonstrated no backbone to go against the president of their own party, no matter how outrageous his behavior has been. And recognizing that the Republican Congress is not just Republican, but it's overwhelmingly conservative, here is the issue that we're suddenly faced with. The future of our country would then be in the hands of the conservatives. And the definition of a conservative, what they seem to be most proud of, conservatives, is the protection, the conserving of our institutions to protect our institutions. That's their conservatism. They pay homage to it. Our founding fathers. Checks and balances. That's their creed. That's what they believe. And if conservatives, if our political conservatives in America, who happen to be Republicans, but if, if political conservatives think it's okay to have an authoritarian leader and no constitutional protection, that he can do whatever he wants, then the whole concept of conservatism is a farce. They have then lied about what their principles are. And I don't think they're gonna do that, to be honest. I think the John McCain's of the world, the conservative Republicans of stature, Lindsey Graham, I think an awful lot of Republicans, if Trump ever pardoned himself, I think that would be the red line that Republicans finally say, and America would say. Can you imagine the demonstrations in the street, even if you were a Trump supporter, if he suddenly says, I pardon myself from any crime I might be prosecuted for? I think anyone who loves this country would finally step up and say, no, and that would be grounds for impeachment. That is our ultimate security. And the irony is that the defense of America through all this Trump presidency will in the end rest with whether or not conservatives stick to their principles. Yeah. So pardon me. But I'm bumped. Oh, I got a thousand. <laughs> I know you do. Let's My grandson there. is learning my jokes. Oh no. Yes, that's Why what the rest of the family says. To him? I know. <laughs> All right. So coming up here tonight, we have our very own Casey Campbell, yeah. which you're very excited about. <laughs> How's it going, Casey? Oh, howdy, howdy. That's a pretty fancy guitar you got there, oh, sir. Thanks. Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess we're paying him more than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> or too little. And, and, I'm having to double and this up Maria Corelli is joining him as yeah. well. Hi, I'm Maria. having to take the musician's salary along with the music well, yeah. coordinator's salary. <laughs> what you going to sing for us, Casey? Uh, we're going to do a song for you here called Colorado Cloud. I got the lovely uh, Maria Corelli. I like this song. One, of the, song. one of the pretty things about the folk school here is. If you're ever in need for a, a singer or a picker, you just uh, stop in. <laughs> you never know who's going to be around. Maria was uh, serving coffee, and I said, hey, you want to sing with me? And she said, okay. One-stop so, shop. That's right. Uh, this is a song called Colorado Cloud. Uh, I wrote it with my good friend Stephen Williams. It goes like this.
Sometimes I'll walk to the mail three times a day Waiting on a letter from you What can I do or say? Sometimes I answer the phone, strange numbers call When my fingers crossed Hoping to hear your voice say hey I've been walking upstairs but it's bringing me down And the higher I get The bottom can't be found Colorado cloud carried me back to you And then the rain fell down And I fell Sometimes I hear your voice, it's singing in my head And it's a little off-key But that don't matter to me Sometimes I see your face, it's on a crowded street My heart skips a day And my knees go weak I've been walking upstairs, but it's bringing me down and the higher I get, the bottom can't be found. A Colorado cloud carried me back to you, and then the rain fell down, and I fell too. Colorado cloud carried me. off of your album what's it called casey care of general delivery yeah, that's it's a great album. Yep. album thank you very you've much you've listened to that jerry that's yes. the one you yeah yes yes awesome so casey what else are you gonna sing for us tonight oh that's hey before question. can yeah, i yeah, jump, yeah, yeah, jump i want to jump in with sure. one thing before he does his second song casey was the headline act at a rally for bernie <gasps> sanders that's right presidential candidate yeah at a rally totally in Covington, that. Kentucky. Yeah. And Casey, tell us a little bit about how that happened and how that went. What did you do, et cetera? Well, um, I got a call. Uh, that, that rally was on a Sunday afternoon. I got a call Friday evening uh, from somebody in his campaign, uh, a band I'm with, uh, which you already mentioned, uh, Buffalo Wobs and the Price Hill Hustle. We were asked to do that rally, and one of the members couldn't do it. But uh, I refused to give up the chance <laughs> to play for Bernie Sanders' rally. Yeah. So I told uh, the organizer that I could put together a, a trio of, of music, and they wanted something kind of rousing and old time. Yeah. Apparently, Bernie is a, a big fan of Americana and bluegrass music, which I didn't of know. He so is. God I, just another him. reason to like him, I guess. So. <laughs> but uh, but I, I I wouldn't turn down the the chance to do so, and so I had a gig out of town on Saturday and made sure I was back here on Sunday and we put it together and uh, it was a real treat. He was here uh, to 
rally the troops for the health care debate. Uh, he came into Mitch McConnell's territory to tell his con constituents about... Oh, so this was recent. This wasn't just... Oh, this was just like a last week and oh. This was while, uh, wow. yeah, you were gallivanting all across the world. I was, <laughs> yeah. He was doing the work here. Boots on justice. the ground, yeah. Jerry. Right. It was, uh, there was a lot of social justice in Coronado. Oh, <laughs> as there always I'm is. Sure I'm sure there was. Yeah. But no, this was recently. This was the yeah. Care Not Cuts rally. Yeah. Good for yep. you. So, yeah, That's it was really a real cool. treat because, uh, you know, Kentucky has gained more than any other state uh, because of the Affordable exactly. Care Act. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Bernie Sanders was here to make sure that uh, the, the voting, you know, populace knew yeah. what they what they stand to lose. I mean, it's a very, it's a very real issue around here. It's not, it's not some ethereal debate. I mean, nope. this is, this is going on and it's going to affect, you know, thousands and thousands of people. So. There's a great picture. Now it's 32 million. Yeah, exactly. Plan. Yeah. With, the, with the new, with the new, uh, plan that talking about. Debacle, yeah. yeah. There is a great picture on the website, jerryspringer.com, our podcast website with you singing yep. with, the yeah. other members. We sang This Land is Your Land. And uh, with Woody Bernie Guthrie Sanders thing. is right there. Yeah, with he's you right there with it's us. It's very cool. Sing along. so yeah. neat. He's got better rhythm than you, Jerry. Real I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, like, how hard is that, though, really? You can redeem yourself tonight. We do, we do still have a chance. So. That's not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> you better come up with another plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, I kid. This song is called Easy. This is one of the first songs I wrote. This is a kind of a throwback to an old blues tune here. A long time ago In a world so far away One girl caught one boy her own Till one night she had to beg him to stay He said, I got to keep Moving on, these feet can't stay still too long. He got in his car as it began to rain. It was hiding her crying and feeding her pain. September, he drove away with tears in her eyes. Mm. Now that boy's grown to be a man. Finds it's harder to say goodbye Cause it's not so easy Easy to let you go How is it you just walked away And left me here alone It's not so easy Oh, easy for me to if my love for you was really true Or if we're holding on Cause it's so easy Oh baby, there you stand With your suitcase and your keys in your hand You're threatening to leave for good well, go on, honey, I kind of wish you would You know I never stopped loving you Even when you had to go and be untrue Oh, it's never had to do with love You know we both got lonely, we didn't think enough Time has forever to 
heal these wounds Yes, I know Oh, but baby, if your love is real I'm begging you, please, won't you let me go Cause it's not so easy Easy to let you go How is it you just walked away And left me here alone It's not so easy Easy for me to know If my love for you Was really true Or if we're holding on for far too long because it's so damn easy Seamus' voice doesn't carry. Such yeah, a shame. I know. Can't you got to try to. Yeah. Not very demonstrative. Not really at no. all. It's I'm really lacking feeling. <laughs> That's awesome, Kate. Well, Thank I'm not going to be able to sing tonight. I just. <clears throat> so. I don't blame but you. Thanks, there. everybody. I, uh, Jerry, something tells me you got it in you. He's somewhere. He's yeah. going to dig down deep and find I think it. You yeah, will. We don't want to dig there, man. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not pretty. I set myself up on that one. You my, bad. my bad. You're bad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, by the way, is uh, This Land Is Your Land, is that a uh, public, public domain, domain song? Um, you know, I don't that's think another it is. Song. I think uh, somebody in the Guthrie family still owns all oh, that okay. stuff to Woody's. All right. Well, then we can't afford it. Look it up, because that's a great... We can't afford it. Casey Campbell's going to take us out this evening. I will. A little help from Jerry Springer. No. Just a little help. <laughs> I would like to go ahead and thank you guys personally. I, I have I have a live microphone, so I'm going to use it. Jerry and Gene, thank you guys so much for what you've been doing for the last two and a half yeah. years here at the Folk School. Oh, uh, I feel like you've you. added a real sensible voice. Yeah. I, I feel like you guys have just added a very sensible voice to a really real debate that we mm -hmm. have going on right now. And, and uh, it takes... It takes people trying to talk common sense and not just talking hyperbole and not just trying to scream at a television camera. Yep. And I, I really I appreciate you for the thank conversation you. you've had. Thank you, Casey. So, thank you. All right, we'll continue to pay you. Jeez. 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 Casey, you got a little something right living. there, buddy. Hey, yeah. working for a living. Everybody's yeah. got to do it, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to lay down my heavy load down by the riverside, yeah.
listening to Tales, Tunes, and Tomfoolery, recorded live at the Folk School Coffee Parlor in Ludlow, Kentucky. Thanks to Patrick Kennedy for writing our opening song, and to you for listening. Check out our website at jerryspringer.com.